Welcome to the Purposely Driven Podcast. Each one of us has a part to play in this world. Our strengths and our gifts make our communities a little bit sweeter. Join me, LaToya Guillory, as I interview community leaders, entrepreneurs, stay-at-home moms, and more. Find out what drives them to get up in the morning and fulfill the purpose God has for them. Mel Haynes wears many hats, a nurturing mother, a loyal friend, a dynamic business owner, and an inspiring community leader. Born and raised in Broussard, Louisiana, she is the proud owner of Sweet on V LLC, located at 4302 Moss Street in Lafayette. In a transformative decision made in March 2021, Mel bid farewell to a corporate career spanning over a decade ignited by an unyielding passion to realize her bakery dream. Sweet on V has evolved over the past two years to more than just a bakery. It is also home to one of the only salad bars on the north side of Lafayette. Sweet on V stands as a welcoming haven where regulars gather not only to savor delightful treats, but also to engage in conversations and reconnect with cherished friends. Mel is a driving force behind an atmosphere of inclusiveness that permeates every facet of her work. From hosting sensory-friendly events for children in the community to her daily undertakings, inclusivity remains a guiding principle. When she's not in the bakery, you can find Mel across Acadiana serving the community and helping people create special memories that will last a lifetime. Mel currently resides in Karen Crow, Louisiana with her fiance, Nikki Jones, owner of Big Boy Cajun Concessions and two wonderful children, Abigail and Samuel. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of my Purposely Driven Podcast. I'm Latoya Guillory here with the infamous <laughs> professional mom and baker mel haynes hey 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 hey! thank you so much for having me mrs guillory thank you thank you thank you so much for being on here you have taken acadiana by storm (laughs) your sweet goods and your sweet family and i am so excited to hear more about you learn about you and your story and how you became acadiana's cake lady (laughs) (laughs) wow that um that's a big title for you to bestow upon me but um i i'm gonna graciously say thank you um for giving me that title um, I know that it has been um, a long time coming for me to be a guest on your sweet, wonderful, awesome podcast. So uh, thank you for finally cornering me and stopping me and saying, look, girl. <laughs> no, you, she really didn't say that, you guys. Um, but this lady has been very, very diligent and patient with me. So um you know, I, I try to um, surround myself with um, good, wholesome people. I've said that 
quite a few times. So um, you and your family um, have become some people who I absolutely love to um, surround myself and make sure that my family is in the same circle with. So thank you so much for that, that wonderful honor. You are welcome. I'm just, I'm very excited. Um, let, let, me, let me say this um, to those that are listening. She is the owner of Sweet on V. Uh, she worked with Acadian Ambulance for over 14 years, and she decided after taking uh, one of the classes for Accelerate Northside, if you're familiar with the Accelerate Northside classes, that she was going to start her own bakery. She turned her passion and love for baked goods and expelled that into the community, and the people feel it. And when I tell you, everything that she bakes will never make it home. When we go into that store, <laughs> from the, the Chantilly cheesecake to the homemade smoked rotel, who has mm-hmm. had that before, to the chicken salad on the new salad bar that just launched not too long ago, everything that you put in her mouth, her beignets, now crawfish beignets, her <laughs> body raw bread pudding. Come on, y'all. I know Ooh. y'all getting hungry. This woman. <laughs> does her thing and I'm so excited to get a chance to hear her story. Wow, you've done your research, little lady. <laughs> I've done my business when I'm done. <laughs> you have definitely done your research. You I are very, very, me. very prepared. I feel like I need to postpone and go and uh, study or something about who I am. <laughs> You have definitely um, hit all of the cylinders whenever it comes to uh, um, introducing the things that I have going on. So thank you. Thank you for, um, the, I, I'm, I'm just in awe. Thank you for taking the time to, um, you know, take a peek into my world and, and um, want to at least just share um, a little bit of Lafayette, Louisiana, Karen Crow, Bruce Ord, share a little bit of who I am with your huge platform. So thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Absolutely. Now saying all of that, I know this is a crazy question, but I love to answer. I love to ask it. What mm-hmm. does a typical day look like for you? A typical day probably doesn't look like what your average bakery slash baker's day would look like um because I'm gonna be very honest and transparent with you and if anyone knows me they know I am not an early morning person at all by no stretch of the imagination like it has to be literally um uh, I don't want to say life or death (laughs) but (laughs) it has to be very 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 severe um circumstances for me to say I'm gonna wake up uh earlier than five o'clock in the morning um you know your typical bakery will you know start running 4 30 sometimes 3 30 in the morning that's not me Mm -hmm. I'm generally just finishing at that time so, um, you know, to paint a picture about the day in the life of me, sweet on V, male, um, I am not an early riser, so I don't even really wake up early to um, get the kids up. That That's Nikki's job. <laughs> <laughs> and when he hears this, he's going to just be like, really? <laughs> um, 
you know, once he's up uh, and getting the kids ready, I'll somehow, you know, wake up about 6, 30, 7 o'clock. And that's pretty much when my day starts. Um, you know, I'll see the kids off to school um, and then I'll get ready for work. Um, kind of depends upon which day of the week it is, you know, our business hours or um, Wednesday through Saturday, we're closed on Sunday, Monday and Tuesday. Those three days, you know, I reserve, reserve those days for um, different things. If it's a Sunday, you can't reach me at all. I'm in bed drinking mimosas all day. <laughs> Sunday, don't ask me nothing about a cake. Um, <laughs> Monday, I deal with, um, you know, the, the business side of the bakery, you know, taking care of errands, um, you know, maybe going to get supplies um, out of town. So, you know, Monday is pretty much reserved for taking care of um, the back office things that I need to handle. Tuesday is our prep day. So I'm making groceries on that day. Miss Yvonne comes in, um, you know, and I'll get started getting things ready. But on the days of our operation, which is Wednesday through Saturday, um, like I said, I'll get up about, you know, 6.30, get out of bed and get to rolling around. Um, about 7.45, 8 o'clock, I'm leaving home, going to work. And um, I literally live four miles away from the bakery. Um, you know, whenever we first signed the lease, Nikki was like, oh, yes, we can walk to work. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 no. We, we are not walking nowhere. Um, so it doesn't really take me long, you know, from my front door to get to uh, the bakery's front door at all. Um, so, you know, I'll get to work probably right at about eight o'clock and then I'll start rocking and rolling. But, you know, the biggest part of me being able to, um, you know, have the things that I have in my showcase is my preparation pretty much the day before. Cause like a Tuesday, um, I will stay at the bakery sometimes, you know, I mean, it's been like one, two o'clock in the morning whenever I leave. You know, sometimes on a Wednesday, it is one, two o'clock in the morning whenever I leave. Um, if it's a Friday night, um, sometimes I don't leave at all. Sometimes I am there 24 hours a day. Um, I operate very, very, very streamlined. So it is um, myself, Nikki, Miss Yvonne, and I have one other person that kind of floats in and out um, whenever necessary. So, you know, <clears throat> I try to take as many orders as I can, but I also try to be very realistic in um, the amount of orders that I take. So, you know, um, cinnamon roll dough, I'll prep that the night before. Sweet dough pie, Miss Yvonne handles that. You know, she helps also with like the cakes and the uh, petty four cakes and whatnot. So, um, you know, whenever I get in, you know, I already have, you know, like, cause Tuesday I'll do cookie dough and I'll do, um, you know, my crust for like uh, my Gentilly cheesecakes and whatnot. So uh, a great part of getting everything from, you know, its raw ingredients to the showcase relies heavily upon me being able to prep all of the things that I need to prep like the day before. Um, there are some things I'll come in and make day of like meringues to go on top of lemon meringue pies. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what else. Beignet dough. Beignet dough that is made the day of. So 
So that's not something that is made uh, ahead of time or whatever. So I'll make that the day that, you know, like Wednesday. I know Wednesday, generally, we open up, um, we have an influx of uh, customers. So I know, you know, I need to make at least um, five to six dozens of um, beignets because I know, you know, over time, I keep my... Um, um, my, my metrics, my numbers of, you know, what sells certain days, you know, certain things will sell, um, more heavy than other days. So, you know, over time I keep track of certain, um, numbers of what sells and how it sells. So I make sure I say, okay, well, you know, if it's, um, a Saturday, I'm not going to make a lot of beignet dough. Um, I know I have more customers come through on a Saturday, but I know also, that's our last day of the week to be open. So it doesn't pay for me to, you know, prep and have a lot of stuff ready because I pride myself on making sure that, you know, my product is fresh. Yeah. And if it's not something that I would not want to buy for my family or myself, I'm not going to ever, ever, ever sell it to my customers. So, you know, um, if something hangs over before, you know, before we would sell out almost every day. So I had to start fresh every day and making everything fresh every day. So now I've gotten to a nice comfortable spot where, um, you know, I can have something I'll make like cheesecakes. Tomorrow is prep day. I'll make cheesecakes to um, last Wednesday and Thursday. And then Thursday, I'll make cheesecakes to last Friday and Saturday. So that's pretty much how um, I govern myself, the bakery, um, you know, to to operate, um, you know, throughout the day, Nikki handles the customers. I'm in the bag. You know, I come to the front, be silly, stir up mess, stir up drama with, you know, the customers, you know, and, and just make everyone feel um, welcomed. Um, every customer that walks through the door um whenever their foot hits the threshold they're gonna hear hi welcome to sweet on vr hello how you doing um some form of greeting so that is part of our day um and then to wrap up you know we have our dishes because we are the dishwashers um we don't have a staff of people doing that you know shutting down our fryers mixers getting cleaned everything's getting wiped down you know it's a um a new process, especially with the salad bar, you know, making sure that we get all our tongs, keep that all nice and clean and sanitary, make sure that, you know, all of the cold stuff stay cold and dry stuff stay dry, hot stuff, you know, it's a lot of um, memorizing, you know, certain temperatures that you have to hold cold food at and keep yeah. hot food hot, um, which we want to make sure that we prevent, you know, any um, type of foodborne illness. That's something that I pride myself on. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the typical day um, for me. I know it's probably more than what you expected to hear, but it's really not that much once you get into a routine. But you know what? I appreciate that because not too many people are as strategic as you are about your prep. And with that strategy, still have the amount of love that you put into the food. You know, <laughs> even though they're not getting up at three, you're not getting up at three or four o'clock in the morning, you're still putting in the same amount of love and your, your customers feel it and they taste it. Every time me and Kevin 
go into your your restaurant and we're leaving and he says you know this is this feels like home like I, he's like I, I always feel like I'm back in Lake Charles with one of my cousins <laughs> and one of my aunts like I can just walk in and we're instantly family oh. and that's what you give to your customers and that's what we appreciate about your bakery so much and we love we go and we fraternize with other bakeries too but we oh. love sweet on thee Love, 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 sweet on thee, because you put every ounce of love into the people that you serve and the food that you serve. You know, customer service is um, one of my biggest things that I like to make sure that um, I give to my customers. Not only is it, you know, a fresh product that I want to give to them, but I want to give them a good experience. Um, because, you know, people will buy a product, but they're also buying a relationship and experience. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I try to remember if you're, um, a repeat customer, I'm going to call you by name whenever you walk through that door, not for the sake of saying, oh, I memorize a name, but Hey, what's going on, Kevin? Hey, that's Guillory. Hey, KJ, you know, because I'm happy to see y'all because y'all have the complete autonomy to go anywhere else, anywhere else within this parish and pick up sweets. You guys live way across town, 30, 45 minutes. But if you guys took the time, no matter if you live 45 minutes away or you're walking distance, but you still took the time to want to come and patronize our business, I'm going to make sure that I give you the best customer service as possible because, you know, um, it's, it's easy for us to go somewhere and feel like, oh, I'm just a number, oh, I'm just another dollar in their pocket or whatever. But for me, it's the relationship. It's the networking. It's, you know, it's, all of the things that you would not expect your typical bakery or typical um, big box store to offer to you. Um, you know, we complain a lot about big box stores, you know, the customer service, bagging our own groceries and this and that. My customers complain because I give them too many bags. <laughs> Keep your bags, girl. No, that costs money. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're going to get a bag. You know, my mom always taught me. You know, when you go in the store, you buy something, you leave with a bag. That way they can't say you stole it because you have a bag. That provides. There's <laughs> that old, old school mama mentality that, you know, <laughs> ingrained inside of me. You know, and I mean, it's, it's a laughing thing. You know, we, we laugh about yeah. it. You know, you come back a couple of more times and you're like, girl, I know you're not about to give me another bag for this one cookie. I'm going to eat that by the time I get in the parking lot. And for me, it doesn't matter. I still want to treat every customer with the utmost respect. Because, you know, like I said, you are spending your money with me. You could go down the street to another cookie place or another, you know, deli bakery or whatever. Um, but the fact that, you know, you choose to come to our place means the world to me. I love it. So what would you say you would devote your life to? You feel like you're doing that already? If there was anything in this world you could do, no holes barred, no limits, what would that be? You know, I just had this conversation with Nikki and um, what is going to surprise a lot of your um, listeners is that, you know, this is not my dream job. Shocker. (laughs) (laughs) This is not N-O-T capital N-O-T, 
this is not my dream job, believe it or not. This was mm. something that, uh, you know, I wanted to do. It was a passion of mine. Um, I wanted to eventually one day have my own little sweet shop, my own little bakery, but this was never my dream. Um, I love weddings. I love everything about a wedding. I love the, I'm, I'm a um, hopeless romantic at heart. And I love love. I love a man loving on a woman. I love a woman loving a man. Um, I love that, that, that bond of a good solid relationship. And I'm saying all of that to say, I would love to have some type of um, career in the wedding industry. Mm-hmm. Now, I have dibbled and dabbled in decorating. Uh, y'all can keep that. <laughs> uh, I have checked that off the list. Uh, I, I do not want to decorate for no one. Um, I hire professionals now um, to come and decorate for my kids' parties. I, I used to be the decorator for all of the events in my family, you know, oh, we're having a get together. Oh, don't worry about it. I'm a decorating this night. No, no, another no. Um, but yeah, like, you know, if I could do some type of wedding um, coordination or um, event coordination um, or something like that, I would absolutely love to do that. Like, you know, um, that, that view of watching a bride walk down the aisle, you know, like be that coordinator to fluff the dress out and make sure the veil is straight, make sure her earrings are on right, her necklace is straight, yeah. that one little piece of hair is out of her eye, make sure that she is picture perfect, um, you know, make sure the groom, you know, he, his forehead is not sweaty and shiny. Flower <laughs> <laughs> girl, I would love, I like those little details um, and everything that it has to deal with um, weddings. So yeah, newsflash, I, I can't confirm or deny if that is something that I'm working on. Um, I'm gonna mm-hmm. just say stay tuned. Just uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Hint, hint. <laughs> I need to hire you for a vow renewal in a couple years. Yes, please do. Please do. I will make sure that you are uh, not nervous because I will say some weird, crazy stuff. I'll make sure you know, <laughs> Kevin is not nervous. You know, y'all already, I love the way how y'all love each other. Girl, I just be watching y'all. I just be like, you know, like kicking Nikki, be like, why you don't hug me like that? Why you don't hold my hand? <laughs> like, you don't like that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, I just, I love to watch you guys. Um, you know, and it's not that I'm watching, watching you guys, but I just take notice of, you know, just the soft touches and the, you know, just the little, you know, brushes, you know, against his shoulder or whatever. And, you know, just, you know, the way how he says your name and how he looks at you when he says his, says your name. So, yeah, I pay attention to all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Oh, now you got me all in my little field. <laughs> well, you know, um, I, I'm only telling you what I have observed, you know, <laughs> and it is the truth. I'm not lying to you. You know that. You're there. You feel it. <laughs> yeah. yes. You know those damn fools. I was just was recording where y'all could see her face, y'all. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, she got all her teeth out, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. So what would you say your definition of living with purpose is? Ooh, wow. That's a, um, that's a good one. My definition of living with purpose. Um, it probably would be just being my true authentic self every day, day in, day out. Um, the world has so many actors and actresses and people send representatives uh, most of the time whenever you meet them. Um, so, you know, my, my purpose in life is constantly evolving. Um, my, my current purpose in life right now, I think, is to, um, you know, have have a, a a cake supply store, turn bakery, turn deli, turn salad bar, turn catering. Um, and I think that's my purpose right now. Um, but I don't know. I'm trying to think right now. Um, living, um, living with, I think the reason why I was why I was created to do this particular job um, is because I think, and I'm gonna get very spiritual. A lot of people don't know, and some people do. I'm very spiritual. I don't push my religion on anyone, um, but I'm not. I'm not gonna ever, ever, ever hide um, my my Christianity, my religion, my faith. Never. Um, I think I was called to do this by God because he saw um, a need for something like that in our area. Mm -hmm. um, my bakery um, is a place where people of all ethnicities can come meet up, um, strike a conversation, find out, you know, that their friends are related to somebody that they know, find out that they're actually related to one another, or be totally, uh, you know, two strangers that meet. Um, I recently had a couple that met at the bakery when we first opened. They recently got married. Oh, wow. Um, and I did their wedding cake. And, um, you know, I, I think that was my purpose to be there because I don't know if Sweet On V wasn't where it was with those two people have crossed paths and met. And I mean, you know, they're they're in love and they're happy. And, you know, they, they tell me, thank you, thank you so much. And I'm like, hey, I didn't do this. <laughs> I did not do this. You two were merely two individuals. I may have been the vessel. I had the vessel, um, you know, the, the place for you guys to meet and make this happen. Um, and I think, you know, um, I think, you know, God has allowed me to be able to um, work on this craft. Mm -hmm. He is working on me to be able to do different things and allow me and use me to be able to be um, um, a person that, or a place that, um, that welcomes everyone. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. And I tell people that all the time, it doesn't matter um, what your race 
your religion, your sexual orientation. Um, you know, it doesn't matter to me what you believe in. If you if you are a Republican, Democrat, Independent, all of that doesn't matter to me when you walk through those doors of 4302 Mall Street. What matters to me is that you know I'm treating you with respect and it's reciprocated, and we we share a laugh about some type of confectionery treat or you know the lack thereof you know something that you don't like within a confectionery treat so I, I think you know living within my purpose um I don't know if that maybe answered your question but that's what my understanding and my feeling is I feel like God has placed me strategically at that location to be able to harbor relationships and 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 just be intentional about just be intentional about um, what I'm doing in my life right now because my life hasn't been what some people would think a walk in the park. So mm -hmm. I I think that's what um that's that's the reason um for him for him opening these doors for me. And you know it's funny that you said that because I feel the same way. I feel like like as you were talking. I feel like your purpose in Sweet Envy, I don't even know what Envy means, okay? I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> we're going to teach you. <laughs> we're going to teach you, don't worry. I don't know what that means, but... You know you're an East Coast girl, so... Right. <laughs> down south. You don't carry hot sauce in your bag. Right. <laughs> Old May seasoning. No. Oh, Lord. <laughs> send her back. Send her back, y'all. Return to Cinder. But what I feel is, is honestly that, that, that your purpose in Sweet on V is to love out loud, you know? And, and somebody told me this acronym for love out loud, LOL. Because when you come into Sweet on V, we're, we're loving out loud, but we're laughing out loud. We're family, we're, you know, we're, we're community, we're, we're all of the things. And so, like you said, you're the vessel, and I truly believe that you are the vessel that people need that's non-judgmental, that listens with empathy and understanding, that that desire that just has that desire, and and people have that desire just to be there with you because they feel that spirit of love, of acceptance. They feel all of that and they and they warrant that from you. And so it draws people in because you're just showing up and you're saying, you know what, this brownie, I'm going to put everything in my heart in this brownie so that you can taste it. <laughs> taste all of it. Every little crumb. Yes. Even lick the white paper if you have to. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I, you know, um, I, I don't, I don't try to make myself um, feel like, you know, what I'm doing is um, bigger than what I think it is. Um, Cause I still feel like I have a lot of, a lot of growing that I need to do both personally and professionally. Um, but, you know, whenever I hear customers or I hear, you know, people um, in the store, hey, that's the sweet on V lady. You know, I don't have a name no more. Um, I'm sweet on V. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I go get my um, my weekly uh, 
facials and whatnot uh, at the nail salon. And, uh, you know, they recognize me in there and I'm like, you know, hey, I'm just a mom right now. But, you know, I can't separate myself from, you know, sweet on V uh, one day and then a mom another day. So, um, you know, I just I um, I'm starting to come to terms with, you know, who I am and what we are creating and what we're striving to continue to create um the the sense of community um that has been created you know um people will come in and and welcome us and talk to us like you know lifelong friends hey Mel hey Nick you know that's Tanya <laughs> Tanya Bolden Ball when she walks in at the door hey Mel hey Nick yeah. and I'm like why you said Nikki name louder than mine you know I'm feeling <laughs> you know um, you know, uh, one of our customers, Mr. Cliff, you know, he comes in, you know, uh, Damon, you know, he comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he comes in and he, uh, he, uh, he'll bring Nikki a six pack of beer. They'll bring Nikki beer. You know, I'm like, what? Like, what about me? What about me? Like, you know, like, well, y'all don't love on me. Why y'all not loving on me? But, you know, um, people go out of their way to, to do sweet things for us and we try to reciprocate that and you know sneak an extra brownie or extra cookie or you know give a discount you know um even whenever it may not even be warranted you know um I've always within my business I've always tried to be very philanthropic um we have now had to put in place um you know us being able to give back quarterly um, before it was somebody came, oh, give him money, give him money, give him money. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, hold on. Whew, okay. Um, a lot of money going out the door, but you know, now we have something in place where we are given a certain allotment every quarter. Um, you know, first come, first serve, it was um an influx of people requesting. And now, you know, now, you know, since I made my statement, hey, I can only give so much a quarter. So now it has kind of, you know, kind of scaled back a bit. But, you know, um, just people coming in and, you know, just showing us love, loving on us, um, you know, and even, you know, your husband on the professional level, you know, he and Jonathan will come in and whenever we have something going on, you know, those two gentlemen, I can always, always, always count on you know, getting that, um, that good constructive advice, um, you know, them picking it apart and saying, you know, here's what I think, you know, they're not telling me you need to do, you know, they're, they're getting very granular and telling me, you know, Jamela, you know, what's your approach to doing this? Or maybe I think you should have done X, Y, and Z maybe next time. And I'm going to tell you, I, I wholeheartedly appreciate having, um, such strong, um, business-minded, professional, and friends mm-hmm. be able to um, come in and mentor us and breathe and feed into us. Um, so, you know, I'm going to tell you, as much as the community appreciates me, I appreciate the community that comes to us because yeah. I'm going to tell you, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't pay for the type of publicity that um, was first afforded to me whenever we first opened. Your husband took a picture. They came. They were there. He and Jonathan were the first customers there. 
actually helped me take the brown paper off of the windows. <laughs> um, there was um, a weather alert that was going on on that day on March 17th, two years ago. And, you know, um, school was getting canceled middle of the day. And, you know, they were like, hey, what's going on? You're supposed to be open. And I'm like, not just yet, in a few minutes. Um, but yeah, they, they were there. And um, Kevin walked around and took some pictures. And I'm going to tell you, like those pictures that he took reached far and wider than I could have ever imagined. And I'm forever grateful for that, forever. You know, I don't take things like that lightly or for granted because, you know, he didn't have to take that picture and share it to Facebook. He didn't have to do any of that, you know, but because they believed in me or saw something within me that they felt, hey, let me share this with the world. And literally around the world saw those pictures that he took. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he's, he speaks highly of you and, and, and I see why. And, and I hope that the audience sees why too. Because, I mean, you are doing amazing things, even though you don't want to like make it bigger than what you feel it is. Just you showing up is enough. Just you showing up and saying yes is enough, you know, and and we as a community appreciate you and I know you, you appreciate us as a community. Um, in saying all that, where do you draw your strength from? Um, it's going to sound cliche, but I draw my strength in my faith yeah. um, because you know, three years ago, we were going through a pandemic, literally almost to the day, within a few days, two days, we were going through, um, you know, a, a, a worldwide crisis. And while the world was going through a crisis, I was going through my own crisis. Um, I was dealing with my own issues. And you know, I, I prayed to God if he would deliver me from what I was going through. Um, some people um, are aware of what I was going through at that time, but I asked God, please, if you would deliver me from that, you know, I would make sure to try to walk within your purpose, uh, order my steps, show me where I need to go. And it was during that personal crisis and a national crisis that um, Sweet On V came about. Mm. So, um, you know, I, I draw my strength from my faith. Um, I draw my strength from the community because my the community pushes me to be better and do better. Um, you know, some days they'll come in and be like, hey, where's the chicken salad? I don't have it. Come on, Mel, you got to do better than that. Come on. You know, I came here. I came here, you know, looking for chicken salad and you don't have. And I'm like, well, I'm going to have some tomorrow. You know, I didn't feel like it today. <laughs> you know, a lot of people were like, why don't you have a menu? And I'll be like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have a menu because I bake what I feel like baking. If I don't feel like making cheesecake which is a very lengthy process I ain't making it today so I ain't got it <laughs> <laughs> and I, I know it sounds crazy but you know you know and Nikki's like come on man you know if you know that's something that people like you gotta have that I'm like look I didn't feel like it today because I could burn up some stuff baby yeah 
I mean, I'll get to talking. If you if you know me, I'll come from the back and I'll get to talking. Before you know it, oh my God, I didn't burn a whole pen or something, Lord. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, and then mostly I, lastly, not mostly, last word, mostly. My strength comes from watching my two small kids watch me. Yeah. Um... I am the product of an affair. So I didn't have a dad in my life. I had my mom and I had my older brother. And growing up in a household where there was no man um, really to show me, you know, what I should expect from a man, how Mm -hmm. to, you know, be around, you know, men or whatever. um, That was very... um, eye-opening for me whenever I came of age and then I was a woman in a house my husband my late husband um so you know there's so many different layers once you start to start peeling back the layers you know people will see male right now owner of sweet on v but you have to understand in order for me to be where I am right here, right now, there was a whole lot of the middle that nobody saw. You know, a lot of people will send me a message and say, hey, um, I want to get to where you are. You know, what, what do I need to do? And I'm like, oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Let me tell you, um, you can get to wherever you want to be, whatever level you want to get to, but there's a lot of in between that you have to go through to get to a certain stage. And I tell them all the time, every single person, I'm not your poster child. I'm not where I want to be. You may see me and think that I'm doing so well and think the business is so great. And there's plenty of times I'm like, baby, why did I quit my job? <laughs> like, like, what is wrong with me? You know, Saturdays, I'm supposed to be sleeping in late. And most Saturdays, I'm up earlier than I could ever imagine yeah. uh, to get to the bakery and do certain things. And, you know, on Friday evenings, you know, we would go eat out and, you know, and, and enjoy a good Friday evening. And Friday nights, I'm confined to that bakery because I have orders. So, you know, um, my strength comes from watching my kids watch me. And um, I'm trying to teach them the value of hard work, definitely trying to teach them the value of money. Um, as with um, the kids pop-up shop that I did last summer, I'm trying just to teach them how to work because what I see now is a generation of people that want to be um, TikTok famous, um, YouTube famous, Facebook famous, um, and that is not gonna pay the bills. Right. That's not going to pay the bills. You know, it's a small percentage of people that will um, elevate to that level where they will, you know, um, garner enough money where they can say, okay, I'm rich from, you know, saying jokes on the internet and, you know, doing a YouTube video. But the large majority of people, they need to get out there and work. And a lot of, you know, the, the, I mean, I'm not going to stereotype and say anybody. There's a large majority of people that do not want to get out there and work. So yeah. I'm trying to teach my kids, um, you need to work. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
a lot of people don't understand what goes into like small business, you know, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. for the faint of heart. And you say you draw your strength from like God and all of that. And there's a, a saying in the, in the church that says, you know, the, you see the glory, but you don't know the story, you know, yeah. and, our, and our pastor calls it the messy middle, right? Mm-hmm. Or you got to go through the messy middle to get to that final destination or that next journey, that promised land. Absolutely. And you got to, but you got to put in the work. You've got to put in work and, and it doesn't stop because of like traumas and, and, and life, like life continues to happen regardless if you have a small business or if you're working on your own, you know, for another company or whatever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The story, but, but what, what I love about you and, and other purposely driven people is that we fail forward. We don't allow life to keep us held down and bound and all that we fail forward we keep moving forward that's what being purposely driven is all about there's a destination that you're trying to get to so regardless of what's happening behind me or in front of me i'm going to keep walking and pushing to it because there's a mission there's a legacy that i'm trying to live or leave for my children's children right and so when your children see you, and, and I love when I walk into the store and and, um, and your daughter's got the future manager polo on, you know? <laughs> it's like, like, yes, you that hard work. Yeah, absolutely. Or when her teachers come into the store and they're like, yeah, your girl told me that you had this on sale. She's out there marketing for you, you know? Yeah. And Sammy too, you know? And it's, it's just amazing to see that, that, that regardless of, everything you have been through or whatever, you push past all of that. And we don't know this, the whole story. We see the glory. We, mm-hmm. we, we appreciate the push, the push through, the endurance, the, you know, the everything that it takes to do what you do. Because not everybody's going to stay there all night long to make sure that that cheesecake is just right. Them crawfish beignets. So and so called for these crawfish beignets yesterday. So I need to make sure this dough is right. You know what I mean? Right, right. You know, not everybody's gonna do that, but you, you, the the push is phenomenal. Even though it's hard and it sucks sometimes, right? Right. Every like yeah. I, I felt that when he was like, "Why did I quit my job?" Because listen, <laughs> every day, every hour, sometimes like, what am I doing? Why did I start this business? <laughs> Why did exactly. I exactly okay? Like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> yes, you you definitely hit the nail on the head. Yes, um, all of the words, everything you've just said is so true. Ten times over, um, because um, entrepreneurship is um, a lonely profession because not many people will um, start and stay um, to be an entrepreneur. So, you know, um, whenever it comes time to, you know, speak with someone so that you can relate on an issue or a topic or bounce an idea off of, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, my W-2, and I like to put, uh, you know, the government titles on it, um, you know, my, my W-2 wage earning individuals won't understand the trials in the tribulations that my 1099 people go through. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just a fact, you know, because 
if my IT system goes down and my point of sale system goes down, you know, if I'm a W2 wage earning person, I call IT. Yeah. Hey, uh, so and so in IT, the internet is is shaky. You know, can you reboot the system? If my system goes down at the bakery, I gotta call me. <laughs> I gotta troubleshoot. I I have to figure out what's going on. You know, so um, there's so many things that you have to make sure of. Um, number one, that you are consistent and you are dedicated and you are ready to spend the next few years of your life pouring everything into your business. But I recently have had to tell people um, because something I actually told my former employees before I left Acadian, the last thing I told them in the last email, I told them, make sure you take care of yourself. Absolutely. Make sure you take care of yourself and you know um a lot of people are like oh no you gotta make sure you take care of your kids or your husband and this that no i'm gonna tell you from a woman that has experienced certain things within my life i had to make sure that i was good before i can take care of my children my business um my significant other any other facet in my life yeah. you know so I try to tell people that you know and they're like oh no I'll make sure I take care of my husband because he's gonna take care of me um I don't know what to tell you if that's your feelings and your thoughts okay but you know we all seen those memes and you know I I often refer to things I've seen on the internet because a lot of times the things that are posted on the internet are the truth um, yep. You know, you have to make sure that you're pouring from your cup that is not cracked or broken mm -hmm. and if it's filled, because if it's cracked or broken, you're not going to hold nothing in. Yes. You know, everything is going to seep out. Yeah. It's going to be a mess all over. Yeah. You know, so um, I, I just, you know, I have a um, customer and I said that the other night when I did um, my Woman's Day uh little informal uh podcast i'm like look you have to practice self-care yep. um just if it's for no one but yourself practice taking care of yourself if it's just an extra 10 minutes you want to lay down in bed if it's you know taking a hot bubble bath once a week if you know if it's reading a good book if it's getting a you know a scalp massage if it's hanging with your girlfriends if it's you know group text chat that y'all could all laugh at something mm -hmm. just whatever it is you know if it's playing with your puppy dogs whatever it is do something that is going to um re-energize you yeah. to be able to get up the next day put your boots on and get to marching. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so important. One of my other podcast interviewees said, I'm a woman first, mm -hmm. then I'm a wife, then I'm a mom. And I was like, oh girl, you better preach that. Cause I always say I'm a wife and a mom first, but she said, I'm a woman first. I, was, I felt that in my spirit because we need, we can't be wife and mom or whatever title you hold without taking care of you first. Absolutely. Gonna yeah. yeah. You if know, my kids, my kids need to see, um, they, my kids need to see um, a healthy mommy. Yeah. And a healthy mommy is a mentally stable mom, an emotionally stable mom, a financially stable mom. They need to see all of those different um, 
areas of mommy that's good because yeah. you know I don't want to raise little um traumatized children yeah. that's gonna go grow up into traumatized adults yeah so yeah absolutely with you I, I can't you know I can't mimic what you just said you know yeah you have to your your woman wife mom yeah absolutely what's your favorite scripture quote um I don't know um the exact I, I think it's a proverbs uh lord and mercy let me see proverbs 21 I think if I'm not mistaken let me see hold on I think it's a Proverbs 21 quote. Um, let me come back to you on that. <laughs> let me come back to you on that. I, I don't know it, like, because I'm going to tell you, I go to church, I believe in God, but I'm not one of those highlight the Bible, memorize verses and all of that. I'm not that kind of person. So maybe, I don't know, I'm not a fake, I'm not a fake Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fake Christian. Um, but uh yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh Lord. oh Lord, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna come back to you. Okay. Mm -hmm. If there was a something like a, a word of encouragement that you wanted to leave to one of the listeners, what would you say? Oh, word of encouragement to the listeners would be to always be authentically you. Mm -hmm. um, don't don't have a representative showing up for who you are, or you know, or don't over exacerbate, you know, um, what what your capabilities are. Um, just be authentically you. Yeah. Um, there are so many other wonderful, wonderful, wonderful cake sisters that I have. Um, some of them, um, you know, we all are running the same circles, you know, they, they do amazing work and some of the work that some of them do, I can't do. Mm -hmm. So I have to be authentically me whenever somebody asks me, Hey, can you do this? No, baby, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> No, ma'am. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, no. So, you know, I have to always be true. Um, I have to always be true to myself about, you know, what, what my realistic, um, uh, boundaries are, you know, um, you know, what I can do, what I can handle, um, and how much I can do and how much I can handle and just be truthful with people. Um, because I, I tell customers all the time, you know, um, yes, I can take this order, but I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, it'll probably be later um, than the time that you want to pick it up. So I can't promise you that I'm gonna have it ready at 8 a.m. Mm -hmm. uh, because I'm just getting here at 8 a.m. So mm -hmm. I'm not gonna promise you something that I know I realistically can't do. Um, so I think, um, I think, you know, just, just mainly, telling people just be your true unapologetic authentic self at yes. all times absolutely yes. well listen Mel it was so good having you on the podcast today I'm so excited for you Sweet. 
It's over. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, no. And you can send me that scripture and I'll put it in, in the, the media notes. But thank you so much for just being on here and, and giving us a little glimpse. You look like you found it. You found it. I did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I sound to rejoice. Um, um, a Proverbs 31 woman. Um, I think that would be um, my favorite scripture. And I came to know about this scripture from someone that asked me to put this on a cake for his wife. Mm. And I was like, well, you know, if I'm going to do that, I need to research it and see what it is. And, um, you know, Proverbs 31 woman, um, you know, it's the ideal woman. She's Mm. virtuous, strong, and selfless. She does not wait to be served, but rises early even before sunrise, that, that's probably the only part, that's not me, um, to delegate tasks and engage in business. Um, I, I knew it was Proverbs that I couldn't remember the number. Um, and I think this scripture uh, speaks volumes to a lot of women um, that I have in my circle, like yourself, um and so many other people that I could name I don't want to name because I'm gonna forget somebody and be like oh my god you didn't say my name but you know um the the unity of women that I have met in this journey of my life has been so refreshing and so rewarding um because I like to surround myself with good people and I know what boundaries, you know, they have for themselves because they make it known. Um, And even if they don't verbalize it, you can tell from, you know, just their nonverbal communication. So, um, you know, just surrounding myself with a good group of women that, you know, have boundaries, have goals. Um, and you know, they're just, you know, they're, they're taking care of themselves. They're taking care of home. They're taking care of their business. Y'all are truly my inspiration. So, um, I'm, I'm going to salute you Mm. (laughs) because you are, um, taking care of, you know, your business, your personal business, you are working a W-2 job, you have your family, your husband, your son, you have your in-laws, your mother-in-law just adores you, she speaks so highly about you when she comes to the bakery, Mm. you know, just, I'm just, you know, I'm completely in awe of um, women like yourself, you know, you are giving me this time, this, this, this space to be on your platform, baby, not everybody can do that. Mm. Not everybody can say that they can do that and offer that to us. So um, I'm completely, completely um, grateful. And I know it's a small word, but I'll say it very largely. I'm completely grateful to a woman like you that has this platform. I don't have a whole lot of credentials behind my name. I have a college degree. I have, you know, continuing education hours and all of that. But I have a heart and I completely love on the people that love on me. So thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you.
Thank you so much for showing up and just saying yes and just allowing me a moment just to hear your story and be here for you and 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 just get to know you better. I mean, I know we see each other, but we're always clowning and our kids are always playing <laughs> one of the most. <laughs> yes, we still need to schedule a play date for the boys because my guy, you know, my Samuel loves KJ and I mean, I'm just, they're the cutest when they get together. And yeah. that's another thing what people don't know is that, you know, the bakery or whatever we want to call it now, daily, the place where we work at <laughs> is so kid friendly. When parents come, they be like, oh my God, don't touch this. Don't get loud. Don't run. I'm like, look, as long as your kid don't hurt himself or herself, whatever they want to do is fine with me. If they want to run, jump, scream, you know, we have a helium tank that we're supposed to sell balloons, but I buy balloons to give to the kids. And because I'm like, you know, what kid doesn't like a balloon? My kids, they could get free balloons all the time. And if your kid comes in and want a balloon, my kid want a balloon. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, so yeah, um, we, we try to make it a place where, you know, um, adults can have a good time and just, you know, forget about the stresses of the world if just for five minutes yeah. and kids can just completely enjoy themselves inside of the bakery. It's a bakery. It's right. a happy place. You're supposed yeah. to be happy. If you leave from our place and you're mad, come and talk to me because something didn't go right. Something right. didn't go right, you know. Now, if we ran out of something that you wanted, that don't come talk to me about that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So um, I know, I know it's time to go. I'm very loquacious. I like to talk. We're gonna have to do an extended, extended after hours talk. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised how often that happens. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> yes, yes. All the time. Well, again, thank you for joining us. I can't wait to see what God does with you next. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. This has been the Purposely Driven Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this interview and I look forward to you joining me in the future. If you enjoyed the show, click the subscribe button and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is listener supported. New shows are posted twice a month for your listening pleasure. See you soon.